0: it's Paul Ward here with the home and ranch team and welcome to another 15 minutes today I want to spend a few minutes talking to you about real estate appraisals and how they can impact a transaction and want to also share a story with you um, that just took place. Property, so basically taking a contractor's bid or multiple contractors bids and figuring out what it would cost to replicate that property Uh, Not as common for residential real estate, but could be uh, something that's used for a very unique type of a property. And then the third uh, approach is the income approach. That's used primarily for commercial real estate. So that would be apartment buildings or maybe a strip center, uh, looking at the ROI, the return on an investment, and the cap rate, the capitalization rate, not used for um, residential real estate. Uh, The comparison approach is really the approach that most appraisers use and most banks and lenders use for uh, single family homes. So I wanna explain or just share with you a story that recently happened um, to me when it came to selling a custom home. And what I found out is that appraisers um, oftentimes have challenges And I don't want to say they don't know what they're doing, but sometimes it seems like they don't know what they're doing when it comes to appraising custom homes. And uh, I try to have my pulse, my pulse on the market to know what's going on and knowing what a buyer um, is looking for. And that might not always translate to what the appraiser thinks about a property. Okay, so I recently sold a uh, home on one acre. It was about 3,400 square feet in addition to a 700-square-foot bonus room above a three-car garage. So all totaled, it was about 4,000 square feet of living space, just over 4,000 square feet of living space on one-acre usable. And the interesting thing about this particular property was it was a single-story, sprawling single-story home that had a granny flat attached to the residence with its own separate entrance as well as access into the primary home from the secondary granny flat. Granny flat also may be considered an ADU, additional dwelling unit, had a full kitchen, okay? A full bath and a single uh, bedroom in addition to a living room with a fireplace. So it could be part of the main house or it could be locked off separately from the main house. But um, it did have this secondary granny flat attached to the main house in addition to a big bonus room above a three-car garage. And that bonus room had a full bath. Easily, easily could have had a little kitchenette with a, a hot plate, microwave, um, and could be even an, a second living space in addition to, or excuse me, a third living space in addition to the main house and the granny flat. So um, the folks that were selling the property, um, they inherited it. Uh, mom passed away less than a year ago. And at the time of death, they had an appraisal done. Uh, very uh, common to have a trust do an appraisal at the time of death. And uh, the appraiser put the property at $1.355 million. I said, that's that would be a crime. I mean, you would be leaving a tremendous amount of money on the table if you sold this property for that for that cheap, and um, I put the property, given that it had an ADU or granny flat, and also potentially another living space above the garage, I put the property at just under $1.8 um, The backyard was also very usable, beautiful home, needed some cosmetic fixes, uh, paint and carpet go a long way, but other than that, very, very livable home, and uh, nice private, very quiet cul-de-sac location out in the country. So uh, we get a buyer within a day, full price offer, um, almost $1.8 full price offer, one day on the market. And now it's time for the buyer's lender to do another appraisal. Okay, This is going to be the bank's uh, appraiser that's going to come and uh, justify the sale price for the loan. So now the second appraisal comes in $200,000 below the sale price, Okay, a dollars Now remember the first appraisal that I had came in at $1,350,000, okay? We put the property on the market at almost a 1, dollars $1,795,000. And now we have another appraisal coming in at $1,580,000. So my thought is, hey, what gives? These appraisers are all over the map. Do they really know what they're doing? And again, custom home, this is not a tract home neighborhood. It's not like a you know KB came in and built five models, or Pardee came in and built five models, and it's very easy to appraise, or you go on Zillow and get a Zestimate. This is all custom stuff. So I took a look at the appraisal report, uh, five properties used in the appraisal report, four sales plus one that was actively listed. And these properties were not comps. Okay. Yes, they were close to the subject property. Um, We'll call the subject property, you know, one, two, three, Banana Street. But the other five properties were all very unique and I would say dissimilar to the subject property. So one of the properties sat very close to a busy highway. Okay. Property that I was selling was on a private cul-de-sac. I mean, you could not hear any traffic at all. Um, That same property, that same subject property uh, that sat close to the highway had a very, very large front yard, but had virtually no backyard. Um, It was also a four-bedroom home while I was selling a six-bedroom home. The second property that they put in their report was a small house. It was about 2,400 square feet. I was selling about 4,000 square feet, okay? Small house, tiny kitchen. My house had a huge kitchen. Um, This other second property, let's call it... uh, you know, four, five, six, Apple way, very dated house. Okay. The whole house needed to be refurbished. My house just needed paint and carpet. Okay. The third house that they put in their report, let's call it uh six, seven, eight. Uh, orange Grove drive six, seven, eight orange Grove drive did not include a granny flat. Actually, none of the homes that they compared my property to had granny flats. So that's huge. Having a secondary living space uh, is a huge value to a property. The next property that was used, let's call it uh, 1219 uh, Lemon Street, 1219 Lemon Street. This house was almost a tear down. I mean, literally nobody would move into this house, almost a tear down. Also set on 20 acres of land. Okay, I was only selling a house on one acre. And the 20 acres also overlooked the busy highway. The fifth property in their report, uh, let's call it 976, um, 976 Tangerine Drive, 976 Tangerine Drive. Okay, this property was still actively listed for sale and was also a real fixer-upper. So this property really did not. Uh, belong in the report, I would say, because it had not sold. It was still actively listed. We don't know what it was going to sell for. It also did not have a granny flat. So after putting all these properties in the appraisal report, the appraiser came back with a value of a million five eighty. But again, my house had a granny flat slash ADU as well as a potential ADU already constructed over a three-car garage. Property was completely usable, all flat and usable. So you could have a pool, sport court, whatever you wanted to do in the backyard. A lot of the other properties had sloped yards that were not usable. So my, my advice here is if you're gonna sell your house and you get an appraisal, the appraisal might not be accurate and it might not reflect what a buyer is truly willing to pay for the property. The uniqueness of your property really determines its value. Okay. At the end of the day, a property is worth, whatever a buyer is willing to pay, not necessarily what the appraisal says it's worth. I had to convince the buyer and his agent that our property was worth every penny that he was paying a dollars which was over $200,000 above his appraisal and $450,000 above the original appraisal that the seller did. So appraisals are not always accurate, especially especially in custom home neighborhoods where where the properties are all very unique. So very important to pay attention to um, the appraisal report, but also very, very important to know um, what buyers are looking for and what they're gonna value over other properties that might be on the market. Hopefully this is helpful. Uh, certainly reach out if you have any questions, Here, to, always here to help, uh, paul at homeandranchteam.com. And of course, we always wanna thank our sponsor, Opus Escrow, and have a great day. <laughs>